trying to clear out space on my hard drive so I can do an archive backup of my um. What the f- my torrents folder? Uh, no, I don't have a torrents folder. Why is that taking up fifty gig? Why is it taking up fifty gigabytes? Jesus. I have a um, <laughs> I have a folder on my um, on my desktop called hard drive, and the plan okay. is I move a ton of stuff to the hard this external hard drive that I've got chilling over there. And uh, that folder called hard drive at the moment is about 300 gigabytes, I think, something like that. And uh, 344. Problem is, the hard drive I was planning on moving it to is all full. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. There's not much I can do, really. I can't do an archive backup on my phone, so I I really want to get the beta on there. But at this point, I don't know whether to just wait or not. I just don't have the energy to deal with it. Do you still not have the beta on your phone? No. No, I just haven't had time to do it. Weird. It's much better on there. Like, dark mode and stuff just kind of makes sense. I I must admit, dark mode on the iPad has kind of gotten old, but uh, dark mode on the phone has not whatsoever. Oh, I, I tried it for like a day, and I really don't like it. I, I still have it on the iPad. Like, it, it's still on there, but... Uh, nah, it, it's I, off. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, but it's still on the phone. Like, no regrets. Nice. Yeah, no, it's off on my iPad, and I, to be honest, probably never coming back on. Um, yeah, I just hate. Enough. I hate how like it just looks. I just don't like it. Just don't like it. It's like in the music app, for example. God, I hate the artwork against the black background. Um, hate the photos in the black app in the with the black background. It just it just doesn't look right. Settings looks kind of cool, but apart from that, yeah, nah. I guess it does yeah. look a little odd. I suppose, yeah, I, I, I've had it on for so long now. I I I've forgotten what uh, default iOS looks like. Mm, still looks pretty good, man. Still looks pretty good. Oh wait, to no, be I honest. haven't because I work with it like every day. Ouch! 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 Do you want some ice for that burn? Um, okay. <sighs> Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Begin! 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 Um, Wow, you know it's been like a month since we last recorded. A month? No, it's not been a month. Yeah, it has, pretty much. How much is pretty much? Um, actually, to the day, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we, I was going to explain why episode 20 was late, but at this point, I just don't really... Th- we're so off schedule that... Does anything matter anymore? We'll get back into we the groove. Have we- Summer's a busy like, time. It is. Summer has is. just been our summer impromptu break that we weren't planning. I can't. I don't even know when this episode will be out. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the last episode I think came out two weeks ago today, as we record, and it's obviously not coming out today. So, and we're hoping to have Mike <laughs> on the next one, so that'll take a while to organise. So yeah, we'll see you at some point, everyone. Um, iOS nine point three point six came out though, right? Big That's, news. Uh, that's the big news of the last month. Um, oh my god, we had to cut so much out of episode twenty. We we had like so much talk about potential new MacBooks that came out a day after we recorded. <laughs> so so much mm. came out of that episode. Partially why it was so late because the editing just turned into a mess and most of the episode was cut out. So it was like, do we upload this? You did a good job though. I like it. I actually quite like. I quite like the episode. 
Yeah, you can't tell that it's missing half of its soul, you know? Yeah, kind of. I mean, this episode is also partially late because when we were going to record it, um, I had an awful cough and I still have a really bad, annoying cough. <laughs> is it I can't still talk there? About. Yeah. If I talk Jesus. about it and think about it, it comes back. It, it's, okay, so it's, much, on. it's much better, but it's still there and really f***ing annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a video game character. I can see you in Red Dead. It's honestly, I've had it for two weeks now. It's annoying. It's really annoying. It won't go away. <sighs> right, right. Um, shall we move straight on to Blowing Fix It? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Oh man, I feel like for someone that, uh, for, for people that care so much about Macs, we still have a lot of Mac problems. Oh my god, I'm fixing my dad's iCloud right now. Oh yeah? He that deleted. He got like a weird bug on his phone where. I've seen it on mine, I've seen it on loads of devices, where, like, an iMessage thread looks like it had duplicated, but hadn't. Yep. So he goes yep. and deletes it, rather than just quitting the app, and deletes the actual thread, and he, it's, like, ten years of our iMessage conversation, he kind of wants to keep it. Um, oh, He deleted dear. it. Good news is, my dad is, like, old school, so didn't want to turn on I, iCloud iMessage sync, uh, so his iMac and his iPad still have the conversation on. So what I've done is like disabled, but his phone was backing out messages to the cloud for some reason. So I've disabled and deleted them from the phone, uploading all the conversations off the iPad to the cloud. And then I'm going to turn it back on on the phone to bring it all back to the phone and restoring our, our chat. <laughs> Why? Yeah, good, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's based off a lot of iCloud assumptions there. You don't a want lot to of, assume anything. A lot of theory. A lot of theory. That's what that is. That is a, a lot, lot of theory. Like iCloud theory. We should get degrees in iCloud theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be useful. Um, I have no idea how many iPod minis I had last time we recorded, uh, but now I have three of them. The color hunt is going well. I'm currently on silver, pink, and blue, all second gen. going to get myself the green one, second gen soon. Then i got to find the gold first gen, which seems to be quite rare. And then we have a complete set of colours. Well, I say that, the first gen colours were slightly lighter, so I might go for a full set. But, you know, YOLO. iPod YOLO, <laughs> right? Nice, nice. Gotta love yeah. a good iYOLO. I yeah, I need to do that, because I feel like iPod shuffles will be, will be my thing when I eventually get around to actually spending some money on them. Do it. They're not, get they're not too expensive. Yeah, I really want um, uh, third gen. The third gen is like so strange, you know? Mm. I want one of those. It's the only shuffle I don't have. Yeah, I want the, because uh, they did the stainless steel one, but they are yeah. considerably more expensive. De- definitely want one of those. And you need a brand new one, because they're all scratched to hell exactly. if you buy a Yeah, no, you can't buy iPod. something, an iPod that's stainless steel and it not be brand new, because they are all absolutely destroyed. That's the problem. I really want one of those. Um, uh, let's have a look. Stainless steel third gen. Yeah. I just typed in stainless steel third into eBay. <laughs> I got a result for a brushed stainless steel second dash third gen Nest thermostat stand with silicon feet. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, someone is selling one, and the current bid is only £16, but it is brutalised. 
Yeah, that's the problem. I almost feel like I'd rather not have one because then I'd put off getting a nice one because I already have one. Very, very true. I'll watch it. Um, but yeah, that's going up. There's a sealed one for £250. Exactly. That's the problem there. It does look nice though. Mm. I'm looking at it now. Oh, sorry. Well, the sealed one. Yeah. Oh, they hit, hit, here's one for 200 Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, is it sealed? It doesn't actually say sealed, but it is in the box and it looks sealed. Oh, no, it's not sealed because that's it out of the box. Although it has never been used. Like, the stainless steel is immaculate, although they've... Why would... Yeah. Wait, no, has it been used? I can add two-year accident and one-year breakdown cover for £62. <laughs> £62. <laughs> I wonder what you'd get for that. What happens if you did, like, lose it or break it or whatever? Well, what do you think they would do? Like, would they source you another mint one? I somehow I doubt it. They will provide a settlement up to the purchase, pri- uh, up to the purchase price paid. Do you think they'd give me uh, roadside assistance? Roadside assistance for your broken down iPod Shuffle 3rd Gen Stainless Steel late 2009. I don't want add the bloody protection pack. Why is it in my... Bo- oh, I think I might have accidentally bought... No, I didn't buy it. Thank God. I was trying to add it to my watch list. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, what else is on Blue Ink Fix It? Oh, your 2004 iPad. Uh, yeah, iPad it came back to life. It? Or is it an iPad 7? I can't remember. Oh, who knows? They're all the same. Um, I had the first one, you know. Did you? The first, mm-hmm. first one. And the first one. I have the very first iPad and two of the first one. <laughs> oh, they were handed down to me by my parents. They got them as wedding gifts in 1967. <laughs> I'll have you know, I had an i, I had an iPad before you were conceived. <laughs> oh dear, that's my favourite meme. Um. Yeah, so uh, after we recorded last, which now that I think about it, it was a really long time ago, um, I left it plugged into the iMac overnight, and when I got up in the morning, the house had not burned down. I was still alive. Unless I did die, and everything over the last month has just been, you know, my afterlife or whatever. Maybe you're lying in the burning flames right now. And this is all this a hallucination. Been, yeah, that'd be interesting. You are literally just lying in an lithium-ion battery fire. Well, in that case, my hallucinations have been very boring because they've been pretty much my life. <laughs> nice. I mean, having said that, I did have quite an interesting dream about Godzilla this morning. I sort of dozing. This morning? Yeah. Oh, nice. I woke up and it's my day off, so I was dozing. And, uh... Godzilla and Godzilla's like parent, which was like Mothma but much bigger and scarier. It was interesting. Um, I kind of felt like a character in an anime, just sort of running around trying to avoid Godzilla on this like. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a weird dream. Um, cool, but yeah, the iPad came back to life. Uh, <laughs> I went to it the next morning, and and it works. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was just so incredibly dead. Nice. How's the engraving on the back? Uh, it's all right. Um, oh, I can't remember what it says. It's like Michelle and insert old white male's name here as iPad. Oh, God. I love it when people get their iPads engraved with cheesy couple messages. Yeah, I know. I 
would never do that. Um, it's just like, why would you ruin a timeless piece of design by putting your name on it? You know? Exactly. So I have, sorry, I have some real-time follow-up here. Mm. Have you just bought another iPod mini? Well, I'm about to. <laughs> Maybe. It's good condition. It's green. It's only £15 by now. It works, but goddamn, it's a first gen. Why can't why can't it be a second gen? Why can nothing ever work out for you? Am I right? I, right, like I just want to buy some vintage iPods, man. I just want to buy some vintage iPods. <laughs> so that will sit around life. doing nothing. Come on, is it too much to ask? <sighs> I'd use them. Yeah, no, I want to use some of them. I'd say that I do have like three already and I haven't used them <laughs> I mean I'm looking at my product red second gen nano and that thing is awesome I really want a working third gen nano every time I look at my my poor batteryless uh, third gen nano I'm like wow I really need one CX in our hometown actually do have well my hometown your sort of adopted hometown um, yeah do have a red one that is a fairly reasonable price at the moment and I don't want to know if it's still there because I'll probably buy it. Um, it yeah. But I don't want to spend money right now. Yeah, I feel you. Anyway, uh, oh, I could get an Emac. They're only about £25 at the moment. Sorry, what? They're only £25? This is very cool. Yeah. They've always been really cheap. Uh, remember when I nearly got one for like 10 quid I mean I guess they're kind of everywhere or they were meant to be it's one in Ballon for 20 pound um, not very far away what about this one 25 pound well I'm not going to North Yorkshire when I can go to Ballon um, <laughs> how about this one this one's 120 pounds free postage from Spain you know what I'm fine like I could uh, buy parts for one from the United States. <laughs> Build your own Emac. That could be a fun segment of the show. Hey kids, it's Uncle Jack's Emac segment. Um, <laughs> did you mean iMac? That's what eBay is saying. <laughs> no, that's one result for the entirety of the search term iMac. And it's an iLooker 27A monitor hood sunshade sun oh. compatible for Apple 27-inch iMac. What is this? <laughs> so when I search iMac on eBay, this is the <laughs> only thing it can send back. Have a look at this. Where are you? I think you might be having an issue. Have a look at what I just sent you on Skype. I'm having a look now. <laughs> This is the only result for iMac. So hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to send you a photo. What was the name of that? Ah, oh, hold on. Uh, it was like a 90s movie with a robot that could read. Um, ah, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Sounds horrifying. Sounds uh, demonic. Why I've searched into Google is 90s robot that can read That fast, can read. that's the scene I remember. <laughs> it can read very fast. Is that what you remember? Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, it's not quite, doesn't quite look how I remember. So what was it called? No, I don't want a list. I just clicked on the thumbnail. I don't want the 36 best movies about AI. Uh, oh, 36 movies. Wait, no. It was there are 36 AI movies no. that are worth mentioning. 
That surprises me. I'm hyped to see this. Oh, maybe it wasn't 90s. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Short Circuit. That was what it was called. It was 86. Hold on. It looks less like what I thought it did, though. <laughs> I remember this robot. You do? Yeah, right? I totally remember this robot. Didn't Lego make one? Did they? Oh, they did. Johnny Five. That was it. It was Lego Ideas. I don't know whether it actually got made. It's just... I recognise this. Oh, yeah, no. It Very got not well. approved. It did... Uh, it went through, but it didn't get... Um, it was one of the contested, but it didn't uh, actually make the cut. Yeah, Johnny Five. That's what it was called. Strange name for a robot, Johnny Five. Uh, so if you type in Short Circuit Johnny, I got the suggestion Short Circuit Johnny Five is alive. Short <laughs> Circuit Johnny Five laughing. Short Circuit Johnny Five on fire. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> cool. What would you do, right? If Johnny Ive was actually. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. <laughs> and he just sort of pulls his face off. And it's Johnny Five. Hello. Have you seen Google's new way of displaying an image when you click on it? Um, I feel like I'm seeing it now. Although this is a gift. It comes up to the here side. Here we go, here we go. I'm going to send you, send you a link to a, to a gift. This is, this is the exact thing that I remembered that came to mind. When you showed me that, you we have to put all this in the show notes for context. The Johnny Five robot, and, and also what you sent me to make to trigger that as well, because otherwise it will make no sense. I mean, the obvious choice here is that it looks like the. Uh... <laughs> is that not a robot reading fast? That is a robot reading very fast, and that is an iMac on eBay. It is, yeah. Um, now, nah, let's be honest; it just actually looks like the clone troopers and that sort of hood that they wear sometimes. That uh, Commander Cody wore one. I'm getting... My throat is getting kind of scratchy. This is a lot of talking for me. Um, do you want to start with some follow-up? Shall we, shall we return to structure? Return to form? Well, I have a lot of tabs open all of a sudden. Uh, all right, back to this topic list. Mm, okay, more iPhone 11 news, people. We're not many weeks away now. Maybe only six weeks. Or less than that. Like... Yeah, less than that. Six, five weeks. T-minus five weeks to new iPhones, potentially. Um, more rumours about what we are likely to see this year. Now, obviously, uh, camera is the main thing that we've seen touted. Uh, also featuring redesigned Taptic Engine, which is what this um, this article is predominantly about. Not only, but mainly. Uh, codenamed Leap Haptics, whatever that means. Um we don't really know what's going to be different in this Taptic engine. Uh, whether it'll just be sort of stronger and, you know, more responsive, who knows. Um, I would like to think that maybe that this is sort of the beginning of integration into, like, iPads and stuff as well. Maybe this redesigned Taptic engine can be put in an iPad or something like that. I would love that. That's the one big thing I do miss um, is, is no Taptics at all. And they definitely have space for it. iPads are big enough. Um... Again, iPads are also, sorry, iPhones are expected to ship without 3D Touch this year, which is going to be interesting to see if that actually plays out. I'm a big fan of 3D Touch um, because my first iPhone 
was an iPhone was the was where it, where it debuted on. Um, so I've kind of been it's been I've been with it for the long haul. Um, I guess we all have. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of 3D Touch. I know you're not so much, but um, or you don't really care about it too much. But I like it. No. I mean, I I'm I'm on the side of upset that it's being removed. The 3D Touch I never cared about was the App Switcher thing that everyone apparently cared about when I thought no one used. Um, but Everyone used no, it. Like, no, I never <laughs> touched that. Never touched that. But Peek and Pop, and um, uh, is there anything else I use it for? Well, I mean, I use it to do I the think, cursor thing. I think the, you've... Uh, on, you've on the yeah, the, the keypad thing is probably but the, the highest use. It. The no. thing is, it, it isn't a necessary feature. It's been superseded by a simpler simpler technology, which is let's move long press actions into a into sort of a contextual menu that's now invoked by using long press and then we can also roll 3D touch into that. The way it's done in iOS thirteen, unlike the iPad, sorry, iPad OS thirteen, uh, it is it is it is fine. Like the way they've added that rearrange app thing to it. So it yeah, it, it, it's simplification, it's nice. Um, I like the functionality. I'm going to kind of miss the feel of it. I hope they can simulate it well. Uh, I guess it'll be a bit like have to touch on the 10R. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not over happy it's going. No, far from it. But at the same time, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad. I mean, I must admit, I don't, the, the, so the haptic touch in the 10R does not, um, I don't think it goes far enough. It, it it doesn't properly mimic 3D touch. Hopefully, obviously, this year, I'm sure it will be better than obviously what it is currently on the 10R. And obviously, I'm assuming with these new Taptic engines going some way towards that. Uh, but Haptic Touch doesn't do it for me yet. Hopefully, well, I guess it's going to have to do it for me. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't do as at the moment. Um, and I am going to miss 3D touch, I think, uh, more than I would probably like to admit, even though you're right, it's not a major feature and it's not something that is, you know, sort of integral to the user experience. But yeah, I'm going to miss it regardless. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on. Um, in addition, it also says that uh, the front-facing camera on the 2019 iPhones will also gain support for slow-mo video recording at 120 frames per second. Um, now, I must admit, it made me remember that iPhones can actually record in slow-mo. <laughs> it was such a cool thing when it came out. Um, and it was, I mean, a gimmick primarily, but it was so cool. But uh, yeah, I don't use it nearly as much as I wish I did because it's always forget that it's a thing. They haven't really touched it since it came out. That's the it's other also, thing, is they have And as a result, it. it looks absolutely terrible. And uh, <laughs> and other also, manufacturers big... are way ahead of them now at this point. You know, uh, like, I think they've got up to 250 FPS, some of the Samsungs and stuff, I believe. Um, uh, the iPhone yeah. does do 240. The iPhone, that's that's the thing. 240 even. Um, but uh, it, it debuted at 120. But this front camera is apparently doing 120 but the big thing here is right why why yeah. is your why why do you need to record in slow motion from your front camera i'm not like, too sure what are you going to be recording in slow motion using a selfie camera all i can like assume you blinking is that, or smiling uh, <laughs> yeah all i, I, can I assume don't is understand that they really, i get you all i can assume is that this year they really want to push the camera and they are trying to f push everything they possibly can think of into cameras, both front and back, to make it seem as compelling and feature-led feature as possible, even if it's kind of 
irrelevant, and I don't think I'm ever going to use 120 FPS slow mo on uh, my front facing camera. No, neither. I'm not overhyped. Something I will use though is uh, the Apple Pencil on the iPhone. That'd be nice. Yeah, supposedly. Uh, so uh, this rumor surfaced surfaced last year as well. Mm, uh, that I remember the, that they'd support support it in the 2018 iPhones. I mean, I feel like this is one of those things that will happen eventually. Whether it's going to be this year or not, who knows? If it's a quiet year, it could be a cool time to do it. Um, but the problem is, the big problem is how how like yeah. they support first gen pencil because no one wants that. Okay, second gen, how do you charge it? Unless these iPhones have something we don't know about. It's just yeah, I I don't don't think so. Or unless it has a new Apple pencil, new, a smaller one for the iPhone. It's possible. But I, mean, I think we it, would have heard everything. about that. <laughs> That's true. But that, that either makes me think, it makes me think a couple of things. Obviously, we're pretty certain at this point, or it seems to be pointing in the direction that uh, the iPhones are staying with Lightning this year, which is kind of a shame. Um, that obviously means that the first-gen pencil shouldn't be a problem. Um, but you're right, no one really wants that. Um, not on their £1,000 phone that doesn't even support sort of the latest Apple Pencil. Um but yes, obviously, how do you then charge and obviously then pair your second-gen Apple Pencil? Um, a, the what we're seeming to obviously almost definitely sticking to these rounded-off edges design doesn't lean itself, sort of lend itself well to uh, even connecting the pencil, charging it. All I can assume is that maybe the, the back glass, because um, obviously we are pretty much, well, we've heard that uh, we're getting two-way wireless yeah. charging um, for Apple and stuff. Maybe it's totally you just possible. place it on the back. Yeah, I mean... I guess it's one of those things that the Apple Pencil charges pretty quickly anyway. It just place it on there for, you know, a, couple, a minute, maybe, something like that, and you'll have hours' worth of use. It's, like, not the first time Apple's introduced a design that requires flipping the device onto the wrong side to charge it, so it wouldn't be ridiculous. I mean, I could almost see the product shot now of the second-gen Pencil lying on the back, like, almost diagonally across one of these phones and being like, charge yeah. your Apple Pencil. Like with the screen it. against the surface why not um, I can see it yeah I can see it happening I mean it's totally possible um, yeah we will see I'd love it I'd really love it uh, but then we go back to the old the old days of where do you put your Apple Pencil something they solved with the second gen by having it attached <laughs> to the side of the iPad um, yeah what do you do if there's just a massive f*** off hole in the iPhone 11 and it's where you slide in the Apple Pencil <laughs> and it's like this is why we got rid of the headphone jack um I'd buy another Apple Pencil is what I'd do Jack yeah me too that's exactly what I would do <laughs> that's exactly what I'd do obviously if there's a hole there I'm gonna fill it obviously um nice um sp- <laughs> okay um so the iPhone 10R is still selling good um, best iPhone uh, of Q3 2019. Uh, we're not doing this again. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I'm done with that. Uh, the Samsung Galaxy uh, Fold is finally coming out in September. Samsung have fixed it. Um, we will see. We will see. Next topic. Yeah. Did you have something to say about that, or do you want to just? Just move. Uh, I don't really want to really. do that. We'll, we'll, we'll save. We'll save the time for when it comes out. Yeah, good idea. Okay, this one is cool though. Um, so back in early March, 
we heard that there was a 10.2 inch iPad coming out and then there was a 10.5 inch coming out but not at the same time and everyone's like what and then the 10.5 inch iPad Air took the place of the 10.5 inch Pro and everything seemed fine and dandy but the 9.7 was still chilling around um, well it says that this autumn apparently uh, the 10.2 inch iPad is finally turning up to replace the 9.7 inch iPad uh, I believe this entirely uh, for a rumour to go away and then come back it's like this is its time now uh, we were just heard, hearing rumblings before um, yep. yeah I'm sure we will see a 7th gen iPad this fall or in the spring and it will be 10.2 inches yep almost definitely um, I'm quite excited for this actually I like what they seem to be doing I wonder what it looks like I'm curious like, is it the same bezel as the 9.7 just bigger or is it like same form factor just slimmer bezels it's that story again like how are they doing it same form factor slimmer bezels I'd I hope. would assume so um, I must admit I wouldn't yeah I, I think that makes the most sense um, not to mention I'm assuming that you know previous cases and all that stuff will all still fit and things like that so again just for continuity's sakes I think that makes sense um, if they made the physical size the same as like the iPad Air like footprint wise and then kept the same bezels do you think that would end up at 10.2 inch probably not far off you know that could be like it could be the same physical footprint size, not thickness. Um, but I don't the, uh, really see the point of them doing that. I don't see the point in the slightest. Um, whereas you could sort of have be- iPad Air style bezels on a smaller footprint, um, and mm. then make this. I don't know. It's just I'm interested. Uh, I must admit, I, I I can't see them putting iPad Air sized bezels on the same thing because surely that then takes something away from the iPad Air, which I don't think they want to do with this. They're making the screen bigger because it's kind of time to, not that they obviously want to encroach on the iPad Air, which is obviously relatively new out. So to me, that would indicate bigger footprint, same size bezels. Yeah, all sort of half and half. Um, it's difficult. I'm not too sure. I think it'll probably, you're right, it'll probably be a mixture. It'll probably be like the bezels are a bit smaller and it's a little bit bigger. I could I could see that. Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, I, I kind of like what they're doing with the iPad, sort of staggering their release schedule. I think it keeps the lineup feeling constantly fresh and not letting it stagnate, you know, because it means in the space of a year we've had new iPad mini, new, new iPad Air, new iPad Pro, and new iPad. Like, that's, but obviously not all at the same time. Um, which, yeah, I, I quite like it, always keeping it fresh. And then, I like it. you know, maybe March time next year, new iPad Pros, because that has that rumour seems to have died down for this September, um, which I think is good. I'm, yeah, I'm not in a rush to look at look at new iPad Pros. Especially uh, what's apparently coming in uh, 2021, uh, or, or apparently, possibly, maybe, not Spoilers. really. Maybe. Um, uh, yeah, cool. I'm excited to see this new iPad. We'll see what that's like. Uh, it, need, it needs to be updated regardless. The 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 319 pound iPad as it is in the UK to me is quickly becoming less and less of a wise purchase like it's it's got an A10 in there it's it's happened very quickly as well very um, quickly I feel when like the Air the came last, out yeah. in March it was kind of like yeah this is cool but it's a lot more for not much more but now it's like ooh get the air stretch yep. out get the air that's the value one especially with sort of um where iPad OS is, I'm sure, going, making use of that hardware as well. And I think buying an iPad in the last six months, the standard one, you've 
probably going to end up regretting that a little bit. Um, yeah, it's very quickly. Yes. It, it's it's aged very quickly over the last six months or so. It's been a great iPad, great value iPad up until then, and it still is right now. But looking forward, I think it it's uh, it's about to drop off the face off the face of the cliff, you know. Um, so yeah, I think it is it does does need a bit of an update, if not only the uh, the A10. Although I must admit that screen <laughs> needs needs a nicer screen. I would like to think that this one will be laminated, but we'll see. No, <laughs> I, I really doubt it. Doubt it. But I would like I really to think that it would be. <laughs> if it's going to happen, it'll be now when they're changing the screen size. Uh, but I doubt it. Anyway, um, last week, uh, last week, about a month ago in our timeline, um, <laughs> we spoke about how China were apparently getting Touch ID back China. under the display. And uh, yeah, that's still a thing. Um, and I was also talking about how... Uh, I could see a future where Touch ID does come back, and I genuinely believe that's the case. And so just Ming-Chi Kuo, apparently, the 2021 iPhone. So uh, I guess that means we're going to be forced to buy new iPhones every year for the foreseeable future. God, imagine. Imagine. Uh, we'll feature under the display fingerprint sensing in addition to Face ID. To me, it just makes perfect sense. Like, There's no need for them to compete. Now that the tech is getting ready to properly, to Apple standard, have it under the display... Bring it back. Why not? It makes sense. I mean, I, I think as a as a biometric sort of security feature, I think physically touching the device makes total sense. And I think because uh, I mean, it does mention in this Macrumors article that sort of a, a, a two factor biometric uh, security system would be nice. Um, I'm an imagining as it an would option, be sort of, yeah. as an option. Yeah, of course. Um, I yeah, I don't see any neg- drawbacks, negatives to it. Um, it wouldn't be again, as we said. That is probably how Apple will market it. It would be, yeah, sort of increased security to to, re- to reduce like admitting one is worse than the potentially admitting one is worse than the other or one is yeah. better. Just saying we're we're introducing a third gen Touch ID sensor which is under the display and this uh, this improves security, like scan your finger, scan your yeah, face, exactly. Boom, um, you know, and just stops all those horror stories we heard about, you know, last year in the US of, you know, like police just showing people their phones, etc., and unlocking them, that kind of stuff, because now they have to touch it too. Mm, good, 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 good stuff, good stuff. Um, 2021, uh, apparently, we, we, well, last time, the reason this is in follow up, uh, last time we spoke about uh, a 5G foldable iPad coming. Now, this has also been rumored again. Um, UBS. Uh, analysts at investment bank UBS have predicted that there will be a foldable Apple device more likely to be an iPad than an iPhone again what did I say what did I say but anyway uh, never mind Um, they reckon this will happen Uh, again this is just speculation Um, this isn't based on much evidence at all to be fair Uh, but they reckon it will be a 2021 device I'm I'm sure Absolute positive Apple will release a folding device. I still believe it's utilized better on an iPad. Uh, but I think within the next two years, we'll probably have some kind of folding folding device. And that's cool. Our next iPad Pros could be folding. <laughs> if this time frame is correct, like, that's kind of weird. I think... I think this time frame is, is a little rushed. Definitely not 2020, because we would have heard concrete rumors about it if, if that were the case. And I think even 2021 is pushing it a little bit. I could see it coming in 2021, late 2021. At um, the very end of 2021. 
at the very end of 2021, but no time before that. Um, again, I, I think it's it's just because we haven't seen any rumors other than you know sort of uh, arbitrary speculation like this, um, which again you know makes sense, and I think we're all in agreement that uh, you know it would make more sense on an iPad. It's more of an Apple thing to do, and uh, they will wait until it's well truly ready um, beforehand. And I can't see that being any time before the end of 2021, um, if not 2022. I if I had to place my bets now, I would say 2022. Yeah, I could, I totally agree with that. It's some one of those things that could slip further and further back. I saw someone in the gym today, and they uh, had Powerbeats Pro on. First pair I've seen Did in the world. Really? Oh, mm. first pair I've actually seen because I yeah, they are the first pair I've seen. They look they look cool. They look really cool. They have a nice shape to them. Yeah, yeah he no, stared I back at me. I'm... I think he thought I was like eyeing him up, uh, but <laughs> now, nah, bro, just looking at your beats. I've, I'm, I'm, the amount of times, right, over the last oh, 10 years of my life, I've looked at someone, quite often a lady or something, and it looks like I'm proper, like, checking her out. But I'm really just trying to ID what phone she has. And, it's, <laughs> and I've always had this thought in the back of the mind that I probably look like a total creep. And if I tried to explain to her, honestly, I was just staring at your phone. I feel like it wouldn't go down well. She would not believe me. Um, yeah, but, I think that would help. Yeah. But it's happened many, many times. So the thing is, you look at the phone first. If they have a good phone, then you eye them up. It's that two-step process, you know? <laughs> what if they have a Motorola? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you're rocking up like a Motorola Razr in 2019, I have respect for you. I've downgraded to a clamshell just uh, to cut myself yeah. off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you're having? Is that why we're both having so many computer problems this evening? Is because you're recording on a clamshell. <laughs> I'm actually recording on an iMac G3 right now. Not you. Imagine if I just sent you a picture and it is. <laughs> <laughs> or Liam, and you've got T minus five Liam. minutes left before the capacitors throw a wobbly. On <laughs> my Performer 200. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to give me some lines, Liam? Let's do lines, Liam. Let's do the lines. Um, yeah. You're doing lines of coke with your Mac. Um, (laughs) Let's do some nano topics. I could see you doing lines of coke with Liam. I could as well. And speaking of computers from 1992, Apple (laughs) is supposedly bringing back the rainbow logo uh, as soon as this year. Now, this is really weird. And uh, a well-known, a well-connected Mac rumors tipster who... uh, Cites a corporate employee in Cupertino says that Apple are bringing back the rainbow Apple logo. The concept of Mac rumors put out has it on the 10R, probably because it's colorful. They've also done it on the 16 uh, inch MacBook Pro. Um, this is really weird, and there's no one knows where this sort of, well, they know where it came from, but no one else is reporting on this. But Mac rumors are pretty confident that a source isn't usually wrong on these sort of things. So, you know what? I say this is happening and I think it's awesome why not I think uh, there's two sides to this um, A yeah it's awesome and uh, I must admit if that 16 inch MacBook Pro comes out with it yeah take my money um, secondly if I was a corporate employee at Apple oh my god the number of stories I would just tell people in bars and see how yeah, much gets out of the world yeah. literally this could I'd, very much be a controlled leak like test because it's totally. so obscure this totally. could totally could just that. be one of those things. Let's see if this gets out. Someone has lost their job. Yeah. 
Yeah, they just tell someone they suspect is tipping off the press. They could feed information like this. Be like, they did it before. They've done it many times. Um, and uh, yeah, it totally could be. But all the comments I've seen on this are like, you know what? Yeah, why not? Let's bring it back. I'd be so down for it. I think it's the right time, you know? I think we're moving out of, you know, (laughs) this is totally unrelated to Johnny Ive leaving. Um, We're we're moving out of, like, minimalist design being sort of the the pedestal that it was on in in the late noughties and early early tens or whatever we're going to call this decade, you know? Mm. No, I totally agree. I really want interesting things to come back. (laughs) Technology should be colourful. Technology should be colourful. I must admit, after seeing sort of um, promo shots of the 10R and obviously, the, or, sorry, not the 10R, um, the 11R and all these 11 phones, whatever. Um, honestly, man, I wish I'd, I wish I could have a colourful phone. I wish I could have a colourful phone. Although I'm I don't also want grey, silver, or gold. Because I mean, I couldn't choose. Honestly, that'd be such a hard choice. I'd end up with the coral. I think I'd end up with the coral. <laughs> don't know why. I'd be like, why not? <laughs> why not? You know, I think I'm going to get a gold iPhone 11. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, i roll that out in a second. And neither of us are getting gold iPhone. We've been there, done that. And I, I don't know what it is, because I always liked rose gold, and I could always, always... I went for rose gold two years in a row, you know? And I had no issues with that. But gold this year, I don't know what it is. I'm not regretting it, because obviously I had to. Like, there was no other choice, obviously. Like, it had to be gold this year. But uh, I miss my silver, and I don't... I don't know. Gold isn't... hasn't sat well with me. My problem with it is, in some lights, when you get that sort of... When the back glass looks the same colour as the edge, if you know what I mean, in Mm. some lights it does that, that is horrible. I hate it. When it looks sort of cream, a bit like the iPhone 8, which is now looks nothing like gold, that back glass is just milky white. Yeah, genuinely, milky tea. But when it looks closer to that, it looks nice. It looks really, really nice. But when it goes that gold color that reminds me of the glass gold Galaxy S7, man, I don't like it. And I'm glad I did it, yeah. There's definitely the back glass I have an issue with. Uh, the stainless Oh, yeah, it's not the fine. edge. The yeah, edge is that, fine, that's yeah. That's totally fine. Like, I wear that on my wrist every day, and I love that watch. You know, it, but, uh, yeah, it's the back glass that I've got an issue with. I'm just not I'm not sure how I would change it, but I would change it somehow. I'd make it like the 8. I think I prefer it, to be honest. I, I think This is closer to gold, but I've always really... I've always really liked that 8 glass. I don't know why. Um, but I'm looking at it now, and I think, wow, this is a really nice-looking phone. It really is. But it's just... I think, again, it also isn't me. Um, and I'm having a very hard time deciding between grey and silver. Uh, but I think, I, I think I will regret grey. I really do. But the thing is, you only have to regret it for a year. <laughs> true, but... <laughs> very true, but... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, having said that, though, it, it depends if it's grey or whether it's, like, iPhone 7 jet black. No, I... I'm sure it'll be the ex- exact same color. I'm sure it will be, but uh, if it's jet black, we'll be having. I will be having a different. If it's if it's the same as it is this year, there's no way I will be going for uh, for silver. However, however, if it isn't even remotely like iPhone Seven jet black, 
then there's no question because I missed out on that game and uh, it's high time. I like to see them doing a slightly different color this year. I mean, they did it for the seven to spice things up a little bit. Uh, I would like them to do something new. I would like them to, and I think it'd be the right time if they're staying with the same industrial design, but purely an evolution. Basically, six success seven be the same deal. Uh, then I think it's it'd be nice for a little bit of a color mix up. Product red, please. Product red, please. Um, no, because it will get to March time. They launched it at March, and then we'll both already have them well, by they then. Didn't, they didn't do one for the tenor, so I guess it's because the ten arm was around. Yeah. Okay, next topic. Speaking of September, uh, could this be the year that we don't see a Apple Watch update? Uh, so, basically... I remember thinking this last year because there were very few rumors around this time for the Series 4. And then to the wards of the run-up <laughs> of it, everything. we got big, bigger screens and then a proper just promo image leak. Um, this year, right, I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, we haven't heard that much. We've heard a few things. Uh, but it, could this be the year? Because the Series 4 is still really good, still selling well, still really powerful. Uh, sooner or later, they'll probably move into an 18-month cycle, a bit like the iPad. And... Uh, then I realized, no, we haven't heard anything about the Series 5. I think the only thing we heard was they're planning to reintroduce ceramic options, which, okay, could be an update to the Series 4. Like when the Series 0 was around in the first September, they released the gold and rose gold aluminium, but it was still the same watch. So all the rumors we've really heard sort of seem to be this vague thing where they're like, this could be for a future watch, like the micro LED screens, uh, the blood pressure monitoring, things like that. This could be for a future watch. Nothing really talks about the Series 5 specifically. Now There is no time frame. There is no time frame here. and they, But they all, all the articles and rumors sort of position them as getting there. Give it a bit like the 2020 iPhones. Not this year, next year. Um, if I had to place an actual bet on it, I'd say there will be a Series 5, only because of logic basically this has happened every year since the watch has been released uh but if there is no series five there's very other than logic there's nothing to suggest there'll be a series five i just i have this big feeling we won't see one but if i was besting i'd play it safe and say there will be one a bit like the series two if there is one it'll be incredibly minor yeah all i can see is spec bump s5 chip that's about it probably Uh, there could be a new processor just to keep it fresh but why the s4 s3 is it s3 it's the s3 isn't it and the four current ones? no it four is yeah on the no, four, on the four. which, on which the chip four, is yeah. behind one of the chips was behind it's the w chip that's behind do they even still use those i don't know you know i don't think i haven't heard anything because the series two had the w1 and then the series three had w2 so everything got like a year behind um yeah, I don't know. I, I think there might just be new case options, new straps, and things like that. And then there could be a Series 5 maybe before next September. But I saw a rumor that to keep the Series 3 fresh, they might do what they did with the Series 1 and sort of put a new chip in there uh, to keep that selling at a lower cost. Yeah, no, I, I think if they were to do it, this is the year to take a break from Apple Watches. Uh, as you said, the Series 4 is still going strong and... Uh, Slowing no, showing no signs of you know slowing down in in relation to obviously what Watch have done previously, um, and uh, yeah, I, I as I said, this is the year it 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 could 
it could happen, that we could have a break. I must admit, I think two years is a long time without a watch. I feel like it would have to come before September 2020. Um, I feel like it may be March time, something like that. Um, yeah, two years does feel a little long, but I think the Series 4 has life in it yet. I can't see them, see them doing one in the spring. That's the thing, I agree with you. I can't see it either, but I think two years is just too long. It sounds like there will, there will be a spring event next year uh, to introduce a new iPhone SE, um, which this is floating yep, around that true. the 8 will drop out and become an SE. Um, so the 8 will carry on this September uh, until March, and then it'll become an SE, basically. Um, yep. That doesn't seem like the right time to launch a new watch. Um, I mean, actually, having said that, if there's a new iPhone in March, then they could be like, and we've also got a refresh to the watch. Well, no, a new yeah. chip. It'd be interesting to see which way around they lead that, whether the SE2 or the Apple Watch Series 5 would be sort of the big ticket item for that keynote. Um, I wonder which would sort of take the main stage, because neither, neither of them are going to be massive updates. You know, chip probably for the iPhone 8 and uh, chip probably for the Series 5 as well. They could be all quite minor, um, and potentially even, you know, iPad Pro as well, which, again, might be, again, purely a chip update. You know, we aren't really expecting anything major this imminently for the iPad Pros either in the future, yeah, but not right now. So it could almost be that uh, sort of April next year is just chip chip event, chip galore. And they Um, could do one more thing and be like, arm chips in the 12-inch MacBook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that would be a fun event. They could call it like Armtober or something. Armtober. Um, yeah, who knows? I could also see the 10.2 iPad turning up then, uh, but it sounds like that'll be sooner. I could see that, but I, I, I think it. I, I think the Pro needs to go before then. Sorry, not the Pro. Uh, standard iPad needs to go before then. I think the uh, the uh, the 10.2 inch iPad's gonna be in the iPhone keynote. I think. Because I think there'll be an October Mac event, um, and I don't think they'll want to chuck an iPad in there, like a if minor iPad. If I had to iPad, put my money on it, I am more confident that, yeah, if it's a choice between, let's say, keynote time comes around, they've got three iPhones to talk about, and one other thing, that one other thing will be the uh, the new iPad rather than the Apple Watch. Mm. Mm. I think so. I think that makes well that makes a lot of sense based on what we've heard, but no and sense based I don't on the past. Think, yeah, no sense based on the past, but I don't think they have enough time to talk about three new iPhones, uh, new iPad, and an Apple Watch in in one keynote. Um, and I they had time last year. Something yeah. was missing. Like, do you think we'll um, see air power at this keynote? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe this is the year. Could you imagine? Oh my god! Um, nah, don't get I my hopes up. Pass them. I honestly wouldn't put it past them in like a year to be like, guess what, guys? We did it. Could you imagine? We did it. Oh, maybe maybe them cancelling air power is just one of those controlled leaks. <laughs> Even though it was an official statement. <laughs> oh, man, it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. All right, let's 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 move on to the topics. Jesus. Um, the actual juicy bits. Uh, you can do this one because my throat's starting to itch again. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um... So, Apple has done another thing. They have bought the majority of Intel's smartphone modem business for the big number of $1 billion. 
Whoa. Uh, it is also Apple's second largest known acquisition after Beats, which is interesting. Um, which is kind of weird when you think about it. I did not this know that. Is, That's cool. Yeah, this kind of feels like a much bigger thing than just buying a headphone brand, but pff, um, I guess <laughs> Intel isn't really a name you tout about anymore. Um, approximately 2,200 Intel employees will be joining Apple, um, and uh, they will, of course, also be getting uh, their grubby hands on Intel's uh, intellectual property equipment and leases as well. Uh, the intellectual property probably being the most valuable thing out of all of that. Um, I'm sure the employees are a good bonus as well. Um, 17,000 wireless technology patents in total, which is quite a lot. Um, this goes from obviously just sort of standard cellular stuff to modem architecture. Uh, and I mean, we kind of expected that something like this was coming, um, obviously with uh, what we've seen over the last year or so. Um, the only thing is that obviously this means that Apple are nowhere near really their, uh, their 5G iPhones. Um, we know we're not expecting this year and uh, hopefully the year after. Um, but I think by the time, you know, we've said it before, I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, but by the time Apple do get their their game, their 5G game up and running, it might just feel like it's a little overdue. Uh, I could see this time next year us talking about 5G and it's a thing now. You know, it's not yet. Oh, yeah, very much so. Out. Yeah. This time next year will be a different story. Um, yeah, I think it will really be eking it out. I think this time next year when we're like, Oh, four weeks to iPhone 12, and I think we'll be like, finally 5G. Finally uh, 5G. Yeah. Fortunately, finally I can 5G. save money on my EE bill until then, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm really happy with my plan, and I know that this time next year I'm going to have to say goodbye to it. But what would you do if that's the uh, keynote invite for next year's September event? Finally, comma, 5G. <laughs> then, like a cryptic picture yeah. of like an iPhone. Ooh, yeah. we're gonna have keynote invites soon. It still makes me really child childlike when that it does, isn't it? It's like this is the um, big one, you know. Uh, this is the big one, fun. kinda. Dub Dub's big, but for a completely different reason. Very different reason. Different. Uh, yeah, totally different. Like um, audiences and that kind of stuff. They're, they're both the big one for different reasons. Um, yeah. This is yeah. yeah. This is cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, and Apple are making modems. Apple are making modems. They're in the business, um, which, again, you know, makes sense. Apple, like, controlling all of the sort of proprietary softwares and hardware. Well, they had to settle with Qualcomm. Um, that must have annoyed them. So now they're <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, yeah, you can I'm have sure. our money for now. But for now. And Intel know that's a ticking, yeah. By 2021, 2020, they'll be, uh, they'll, they'll be gone. Yeah. They've bought Intel. Intel. Man, Intel. What are they doing, honestly? It's, just, it's basically just watching like a giant crumble at the moment. It's, it's really sad as well. Like, they seem to be doing all the wrong stuff. Like, I mean, uh, arguably selling their business to Apple isn't the wrong stuff because they got a billion dollars and they've managed to get rid of a department that isn't ready yet anyway. Um, but I hope they put that money to good use. <laughs> no. No! <laughs> You're right, mate. No, I'm not. <laughs> what? I've just envisioned a meme. <laughs> I've just envisioned a meme. <laughs> no! Stop, stop!
I think we found the the art for this section of the episode. No, I can't. No one else will get it. (laughs) Okay, we'll save this for the for the post amble because you got to explain this to me. Yeah, and I will send it to you in the post amble. I'm going to quickly cook it up while we're recording. (laughs) Nice. Okay. (laughs) Um, Should we talk about something more fun? Oh, God. <laughs> I can't breathe. This better be good. I hope it's good. <laughs> I can't think what it is. It's killing me. <laughs> okay. Um. Guess what? It finally happened, bro. As alluded to earlier, it happens. Apple sorted out, and I I can confidently say they sorted out. Oh man, this we've been building up to this the entire time we've had this podcast, right? And when it finally happens, and we're about to say it, literally the words are coming out of my mouth. One of your doggos decides to walk into your room. Yeah, I know, right? Levi is just excited, just as excited as you are. Levi. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Um, yeah, I know. Honestly, the whole time of this podcast, it, I think it was, it was genuinely one of the first topics we talked about in lieu of the uh, October event last year, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally was. Yeah, how they kept the old MacBook Air around. Yeah, they. Uh, well, it was actually yeah, it was prior to the event. We thought they were going to sort it out, um, and then didn't. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they uh, they they have sorted out the Mac notebook lineup. Uh, there's not much wrong with it anymore, other than everything and the keyboards. Um, but the actual, <laughs> other than the actual products themselves, the lineup is great. Theoretically, the lineup <laughs> is great right now. If you live in a hermetically sealed room, then the Johnny lineup Ives is great. Room. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Apart from everything, it's all fine. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, so as as we said, right after we recorded last time, we had to edit a load of stuff out because we were moaning once again about the Mac Notebook lineup, and they fixed it. So what did they do? They killed the 12-inch MacBook. Whether it's gone for good or whether it's just taking a break before ARM, who knows? We're going to discuss that a lot over the next maybe year. We'll see. Um, I would actually the, just like to tie two of our topics together really cleanly for a second. Um, yeah, go have for it. you thought that it was actually Apple listening to us through our HomePods that uh, <laughs> is why they released those MacBooks the next day? Well, the HomePods do have good microphones. They do have and good like, microphones. Six of them. You know, isn't it eight? Is there not eight of them? No, it's six. Oh, Seven tweeters, okay. six mics. Yeah, I'm getting rusty, bro. I'm being superseded by a new. It has model. an A8. Got an A8. Seven tweeters, six mics, one woofer. Nice. I've got a woofer, mate. Um, I've got three. You got three woofers. I do. It. Anyway. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to. I interrupted there. Back. To, <laughs> go for it. The uh, 2017 MacBook Air is gone as well. Um, which is good. Unless you're a premium uh, so, reseller or like no, an education stop it, institute. Stop it. 
or Stop like it. anyone. Any if you're literally anyone other than Apple, then it's still around. Like if you're literally anyone. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. It's a bit like the. Uh, it's a bit like the iPad Two was. It's a bit like the. Um, the white plastic MacBook. It's. Uh, yeah, I mean the original iPad. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's around, somewhat, somewhat around. But at the moment, <laughs> sorry, I've just made the meme and it's killing me. <laughs> um, oh, I've lost my. T- this has finally happened, and I'm distracted by this stupid <laughs> meme. Uh, so, um, yeah, the all right, the 12 inch MacBook is gone. The 2017 inch MacBook is gone. The non-touch bar MacBook Pro. It's been updated with some real-ish processors. Sorry, uh, the 2017-inch MacBook. Oh, my God. What the f- oh, it's been a long day. So, the 2017 MacBook Air's gone. The 12-inch MacBook's gone. The <laughs> MacBook Pro without Touch Bar has been updated to have much better processors, a better keyboard, a better display, and a Touch Bar. So, now it is a really good MacBook Pro for $1299. Uh, not as good as the proper 13-inch MacBook Pro that was updated in May. Um, hmm. But it much be- a much better deal than the non-touch bar was upon launch, and as it was aging, it was an even worse deal. Uh, so now, you basically have really easy... Oh, and they also updated the MacBook Air, the, the, the new ones, so now there's a 2019 revision of the new design. Uh, so basically, you now have MacBook Air or MacBook Pro 13-inch, a slightly better MacBook Pro 13-inch and a 15-inch MacBook Pro. Uh, the MacBook Air has dropped in price. Everything else has gone up a little bit, a little bit. MacBook Air has dropped in price to 10.99 here in the UK, uh, probably due to the fact it has a slightly slower SSD. No one would really notice, though, so it doesn't really matter. Um, they didn't even refresh the processors in these. They've still got the same processors. It's basically just gained True Tone and the third-gen butterfly keyboard. Uh I believe that's it. And it's also gained a slower SSD. Slower SSD. Gained a slower <laughs> SSD. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a 5400 RPM hard drive in there, yo. So it I'm does not interested. Not. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is really good. I mean, there are big changes on the horizon for the Mac, Mac notebooks, but to round off this mess, they've after Band-Aid after Band-Aid, they've sort of done it, right? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, as you said, the, the prices on the MacBooks of MacBook Airs rather has obviously dropped by 100. Um, they've gone up slightly on the uh, equivalent MacBook Pro models, but only by £50 or so. And they should talk about the top ones, but it's all kind of irrelevant because uh, if you're going to spend £2,349 on a MacBook Air, a MacBook Pro, sorry, um, you're going to spend £2,399 on a MacBook Pro. <laughs> kind of irrelevant. Um, if it allows them in their mind to uh, to make up for the difference of like whacking a touch bar in uh, the um, the third the bottom spec thirteen inch, if it allows for that, and that's where they're sort of clawing back their profit margin, I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that trade off. Um, again, similar story with the SSD the SSD in the MacBook Airs. I may joke about it, but I don't really care. They're thirty five percent slower write speeds. I always get well, which way around is it? I think it's write speeds that's slower. No, it's right? the read speed. The read speeds are slower, which that's to it, me read isn't what you want because that's it when it's like loading issue. things and opening applications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, yes, it is a bigger issue than if it was the other way around. Um, however, I still don't think it's that much of an issue. You know, 
uh, you're still getting fast speeds. It's a MacBook Air. I, I feel like if you really care about the read-write speeds of your SSDs, you're probably not getting a MacBook Air anywhere anyway, you know? Oh, sorry, the uh, the non-touch bars, touch bar oh. replacement model now yes. is quad-core as well, which it is. is also very, it very is. cool. Still only two Thunderbolt ports, though. Still only two Thunderbolt three ports. It is a um, lower power spec processor, it so is. it's not... It is. The TDP, not quite as high. No, it's 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 a much better deal than the old one was. It is, and I think across the board, uh, it, as you say, it's a lot more simple. It makes sense. I now don't have reservations recommending any of the MacBooks, any of the notebooks that are on sale, apart from the 2017 one, which you can still get hold of. Um, I Yeah, I don't have any reservations recommending any of them. I think there is a person out there that fits each of those MacBooks to a degree. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's positive. It's looking good. Now we need to do is actually fix the products. Yeah, why is it like, since this started with the 12-inch MacBook in uh, 2015, why is this like, well done, Apple, you did it. Come on, we, we got you there in the end. We, we explained to you what you needed to do, and after revision, after revision, you, <laughs> you've made this slim butterfly-led design era of MacBook finally make sense and sit there, but it's still just rubbish. Um, but they did it, man. I'm proud of them. The second most valuable company in the world was <laughs> yeah. able to do something. The simplification has been achieved. The functionality is still yet to come. Yes. Um, okay, so let's talk about some really cool future Mac news. This was going to be separate bits of follow-up, but I think we've got enough new information on the 16-inch MacBook Pro that we can uh, we can talk about it now, I think. And here comes the functionality. Here comes the functionality. Man, I'm excited for this thing. Really excited. So, where do Same. we begin? I love how the mock-up here just flat out looks like a uh, an iPad Pro and a bridge keyboard or something. And there are lots of mock-ups going around, varying from basically a yeah. bigger version of the 15-inch MacBook Pro current gen. Well, I don't know what it's going to look like. I hope it's a. I pretty. I hope it is kind of a cross between the Retina ones and the Touch Bar ones. That's what I'm hoping for. With a rainbow Apple logo and design cues from the Mac Pro, I'd really like that. Just because it sort of emphasizes what this machine is about. I'd like it to fit in that family, and then Definitely. it would fit with the display. When you got it plugged in, it would just look cool. Oh yeah, because obviously I'm going to spend double the money that I would spend on the MacBook Pro on the display that I would clamshell it to every so often. <laughs> I'm just looking at the meme. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Stay on topic, man. So it's going to use Intel's upcoming 9th gen uh, processor. No, wait, the current 9th gen processors which are used in the 15-inch MacBook Pro. Um... Is the thir- does the thirteen inch have ninth gen like the real thirteen inch? Um, because I was checking that for a customer today, and at least the price cards at my place of work say eighth gen, and I thought they were ninth gen. Now, is it configurable up to a ninth gen or something? Doesn't say what gen they are here. They're 8th gen. They are 8th gen. They Can you configure them up to a 9th gen? Uh, nope. They are just 8th gen. That is very odd. And then the 15 inches. Yes, 9th. They are 9th. They are 9th gen. Yeah. Okay. So apparently the 16 inch will use the same ones. Um, 
As the article points out, that means they're not ready to use the 10th gen processors, obviously, which have just been unveiled, I believe, um, but they're Literally, appropriate for yeah. the 13-inch models. So we could... The ones that have been unveiled, the 10th gen processors are appropriate for 13-inch models. Apple's ten, Apple tends to run about a gen behind with Intel chips, and you always get that guy come in and be like, they're not even 10th gen! What game are they playing at? It's like, shut up, it doesn't matter. Um... But you, we could get to a point where the flagship 16-inch MacBook Pro has a 9th gen, and then the refresh to a 13-inch has a 10th gen. But processors don't work like that, so or we'll see. Arm. Or ARM. Um, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, right? Uh, so it looks like we're going to get up to nine core, uh, sorry, up to eight cores on the 16-inch MacBook Pro with 9th gen processors. Uh, Ming Chi Kuo has again said that it will use a scissor keyboard. Uh, we're all hoping out for holding out for basically the magic keyboard brought to MacBook Pro. That would be perfect. Everyone wants that. Um, and I've also pasted yep. I pasted the same link in here twice. Unfortunately, um, uh, I heard today or yesterday that the 15 inch is going away. Uh, just straight up discontinued. Uh, well, I don't know. I thought it'd stay around as a lower cost option for like a year. Um, but no, apparently it's going away, which is good. That is great. You've just tidied up this lineup. Don't mess it up. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It interests me, though. That makes it interesting sort of what the price point this is going to be. Because we were all, all two and assuming a half, please, this two was going to be... Please, two and a half. Yeah. We were all sort of assuming that this was going to be significantly more expensive. You know, I think we talked about this last time um, between two and a half and, you know, three and up. Um, but I know my initial impressions of this 16 was like it's going to start at three grand. Clearly, I would assume that if the 15 inch is going away, that's not going to be the case, and it will start at you know, 2,500 something like that, which I think is reasonable. Only uh, what 100 pounds more than the base spec 15 inch. So yeah, that sounds pretty pretty reasonable to me actually. So when do you think this MacBook will show up? <sighs> I would like to think end of the year. Um, October. I think so. I think the rumours are pretty strong there'll be the end of this year because I remember okay. it was. Well, I'll be here when you need me. Okay, nice. Um, uh, the rumours were saying, yeah, I'm just moving on from that. The rumours were saying that it was going to be this year, like a long time ago. Then it sort of got pushed back, didn't it? And now they're quite strong, it'll be this year again. I could see it being this year. I think there'll be an October event to finalise Mac Pro details and unveil this. Uh, I think. Uh, and then there's all these weird rumors floating around that this year the MacBook Air will get another update to take the new keyboard. I think that's all on the 2020 uh, updates that the rest of the line will take this keyboard. I think at launch it'll just be this device. I think it'll sit alongside the 13 inch and then eventually the 13 inch will get replaced with 14 inch. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I'm so hyped for this laptop. Uh, I'm seriously considering getting one uh, to go with whatever I get as a desktop. Um, because I am using my MacBook more than I'd like to admit. So it could be a good time to just, you know, get it over and done with and have current Macs and hope they last a long time. But yeah, mm. even if I don't get one, I am excited to see it because it should fix a lot of problems. It should. Regardless, it's one of those things that I don't, even if I don't get, get one, I'm glad it exists. Yep, it's one of those. Uh, usually I don't go for the bigger laptops I'd have to see what the footprint's like a 14 inch could be awesome so but there are absolutely no rumours about it a 14 inch is one of those things that's very much assumed it's a logical assumption but there aren't any I think they're working so hard on getting this right they'll deal with a smaller size later 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and obviously, you know, with a smaller chassis, you know, obviously thermals come into play and I'm sure it won't be quite the same. But again, if it gets 10th gen, which I think Ice Lake, I think it's called, I think it's supposed to be significantly more thermally efficient anyway. Um, wow, they're really running out of names. Like Coffee Lake, come on, Ice Lake. They're running out of money and and development and just anything. Uh, so yeah. I think they must have oh. just fired the marketing team and just like, think quick, think of a name. Ice, Ice Lake, yes. Oh, what are you holding? What are you drinking? Coffee, yes. Coffee Lake, like it. <laughs> They've been drinking too many of those cold mo- mint mojitos from Phil's Coffee, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I miss them so much. Maybe someone is just sublimely trying to get the iced coffee out and out at large, you know? I'm looking at the meme. Sake. I want this show to finish just so we can talk about the meme. All right, continue. Just died for a moment. <coughs> anyway, <coughs> oh viewers, listeners, help me, please, make this stop. <sighs> thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Press F. Right. Um, Siri, Apple have done a naughty. Well, have they? Ugh, I don't know. Oh, no. they, have you listened to the ATP episode that talks about this yet? Um, I'm halfway through it, actually. They haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, as John Syracuse basically mentions, if you're debugging some an issue with your app, you're going to need to see a crash report. You're going to see what conditions led to the crash. And you need to look at the code, and you look at, need to look at the console and figure out what is going on. If Siri... If you ask Siri to set a 10-minute timer, but it tells you the weather in Kingston, Jamaica, <laughs> you need to hear at least some of the audio and see what caused that. Was it background noise? Was it an accent? You need to debug this. And the only way Siri and voice assistants can get better is by the company who makes them hearing bits of data. Now, what was going on is Apple was doing completely anonymous. Say it because I can't. Anonymous. Yeah, anonymous, oh, there you go, collecting of brief snippets of Siri recordings not associated to an ID, an Apple ID. These were totally anonymous. And uh, this is where it gets weird. Contractors were listening to them and hearing things, like actual things, like not just snippets. They were hearing drug deals and all sorts of things. Um, (laughs) So this ain't good. It's kind of weird for Apple when they're so hot on privacy. And it kind of reminds me of the battery throttling. Once again, mm. I don't think this is too bad. I think it's, it is a fact. This, If series can improve, this needs to carry on. It's again the way they went about it. Now, what they've done in response is they've stopped it for the moment. They're going to start it again in the future, but they're going to allow you to opt out. All the other voice assistants do this already, but they, they already let you opt out. Um, and following on to this, it's emerged that Microsoft contractors have been listening to some audio calls while Skype translation feature is active. So they're obviously debugging that feature. What's going on here, I think is fine. And I don't think there was any harm to it in the first place. Because, again, they couldn't tell that this was so-and-so and this was so-and-so. This was all anonymous. But the fact that they weren't making people aware of it, um, I mean, there's even an odd... Like, there's even an argument for them not enabling an opt-out because at the end of the day, it's their feature, it's Siri. You want to use it, you go with the terms and conditions, effectively. It'd be nice if there was a button to opt-out, and luckily that's what they're doing. But at the end of the day, 
I really think no harm is done here, and I don't think it is much of a problem. But yeah, just just tick this box so people don't complain about it. Really. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think the only thing about it is that uh, I'm just sort of concerned there'll be one of these sort of weird press watershed moments where they suddenly jump on this and it's like, oh, everyone is doing this, which everyone is doing this because quite rightly, how do you make something better without understanding why it's failing? You know, that's sort of crucial here. So yes, that will be happening. It, it is kind of hard to feel... It's it's a difficult one because again it's sort of a moral gray area. Um, you want to use the service, obviously this is what comes with that service. Um, if you want it to get better, it's very much a moral does, thing. It is. It's it's a total moral gray. It's not area like they here. were selling these audio clips to companies to make money off of you. It's no, not like they were no. linking them to your name. It's it's it just doesn't sit right because of what we know about privacy nowadays. But at the same time, this is a very strong argument for the clamping down on privacy going too far because there's different there's a difference between companies like facebook existing deliberately breaking down your walls and rights to basic privacy and also us locking everything down to the point of we cannot move forward because everyone's shut off from everything yeah this totally has the potential and that could happen if everything carries on with the massive the massive obsession the world has with privacy, I think it's probably just a phase that will end. But out as a result of the phase existing, we will have better and tighter privacy laws and rules that is better for everyone. But if it isn't a phase that doesn't end, I think it can be a massive negative. Things like GDPR and things like this, and saying that tech companies can't have this information. How are they ever meant to make features that make humans' lives better if you can't, if you tighten everything down? But then there are also companies like Facebook. And that's the problem here. Uh, but I do also think privacy, the more I think about it and the, the obsession the world has with it or the press wants us to believe we have with it, um, it's starting to trigger me slightly that everything's got to be private. Uh, but the simple fact is in 2019, we don't live in a world where everything can be private. There's CCTV everywhere. There's speed cameras taking pictures of your number plates. It's just you are not anonymous anymore, whether you like it or not. And now we've got to find the balance and take control over companies that are just making it so that you say hello on Facebook and there's suddenly a company in, I don't know, China knows that you like ice creams and watch Netflix shows at 9 p.m. on Wednesdays. Uh, but then, yeah, it's just this balance that I fear we're moving away from in the wrong di- in the opposite direction now. No, I think you're totally right. Um, this has truly does have the potential to sort of hamper, um, you know, progress. And uh, I, I think it's sort of it, it, it's again it's a symptom of how quickly as a society, you know, sort of, sort of as, as a as a planet, we've panicked. We, we technology has moved very very quickly, and our morals are yet to adjust to that. You know, you're right. We don't live in a world anymore where our privacy is guaranteed. And should it be, you know. Yes, obviously, to a degree, but at the same time, you know, again, progress will be hampered, you know, it's a difficult situation. Um, And I think that there's nothing wrong with with what Apple have done, uh, you know, when you're looking at sort of cold hard facts here. Um, But yeah, it's not an easy thing um, to sort of tiptoe your way around. And again, you know, you have the problems with companies like Facebook sticking doing what they're doing which isn't helping the situation at all um 
again, you know, you just kind of have to, you know, we, we've spoken about it before with the uh, sign-in with Apple, you know, I think both of us and I think a lot of the world do trust Apple with our privacy a lot more so than we would do any other company. I was actually thinking about this yesterday, um, about, uh, I was listening to a podcast and um, they were advertising Eero. Now, Eero obviously was set up by ex-Apple engineers, um, which oh, is now, no. are you looking at the meme again? No, it's, I'm thinking about Amazon buying Eero. <laughs> That's literally what I'm about to talk about. Um, Amazon have obviously now bought Eero. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes it a hell of a less appealing of a product to me. Because oh, yeah. now Amazon, no, no, they have the keys to the it. castle there. Um, and again, it's this type of thing that uh, I guarantee you, if there was a, if there was a uh, the only reason I have an Echo in my house is because it was so cheap I couldn't say no. <laughs> like that's the kind of thing that these are. They are so cheap, so you kind of can't say no, and and you sort of forfeit um, your you know. Oh, I, I I accept that I am making the trade off here that this is cheap and I can have a smart assistant in my home. The downside, however, is that that smart assistant is owned and operated by by Amazon. Now, having said that. If there was a, an even cheaper smart assistant that was owned and operated by Facebook, there's no way that thing's coming into my house, you know? No, uh, no not at all. Like, go, not in a million years. And again, you know, it's one of those things that on, on, the, on the scale here that we have between Facebook and Apple, let's say, at the two ends of the scale, with Google and Amazon being somewhere in the middle, often sliding between one end and the other, uh, it's difficult to sort of, you know, hedge your bets. Um, with uh, with who you trust, I would say Apple's a relatively safe bet at this point. Um, we've had no real reason to say to see otherwise, like we have done with all of the other companies. They've all had their issues, and obviously Apple has done as well. But I wouldn't say nearly as. It, it doesn't seem to be. I think we've said before, it's just not in their business model. Apple don't have a business model that makes money on selling your data. Yes, they use that data internally, uh, but that's not as much of an issue, you know? Um, and again, things like this, this is purely sort of a diagnostic tool. You know, this, it's totally anonymous. They don't know who you are. Um, they have no idea where this is from. You know, it's that kind of stuff that does it really matter if someone is listening to your conversation, you know, and again, they're not listening, they're not recording, we assume, um, you know, everything that you do say, it's just obviously snippets and it's purely diagnostic means, you know, if, if we were hearing reports of they were doing something else with this, whatever that may be, you know, financial gains or God knows what, but uh, they're not, this is purely for diagnostic purposes. So I don't really have an issue with it and I won't be opting out like, yeah, listen to my conversations. If it helps make Siri better, go for it. Oh, I won't opt out at all. Yeah. I'm, I have, don't, do not have a problem with that. It's anonymous. No one knows who I am. Again, maybe if this was like, hi, this is Lex from uh, England and this is what he was doing, then it's maybe be a bit of a different story, but that isn't what's happening here. And I trust Apple that uh, to make that decision and know where the boundaries are. And that's where it all is. It's obviously down to companies and corporations to know where those boundaries are and not to abuse their powers that they do have, that Facebook obviously have been. Um, and seem to have a track record of doing so. Um, and again, it's kind of a scary thing to be able to have to put your faith in a relatively faceless corporation that's from a different country that, uh, again, these are some of the biggest companies in the world and that have made money from you and Facebook, especially because obviously they don't really, they don't sell any real hardware products. Um, you know, 
their whole business model is services. Um, and obviously, if they have you, you know, the untapped resources, the customer, if they can sort of monitor what you're doing to best, you know, equip their services to meet your needs so that you will buy into them more and give them more money, then of course they're going to do that because that's how the whole business model that's what it relies upon. Um, Apple are a little bit different in that scenario. And I would say Amazon, Microsoft, uh, uh, Google, and um, well, uh, Facebook are all much more services and software-led companies than Apple are. Apple, of course, are a massive player in that game as well. But they obviously also have massive hardware um, interests and stuff, which the other companies don't have to the same degree, I would say. Uh, yeah. It's a difficult situation. It's the moral gray area. I'll be interested to sort of revisit this conversation on a macro scale in 10, 15 years time and see what the world is like then, you know, and whether we think then in 10, 15 years time, whether things like GDPR and lovely data rules have really hampered things or whether they have, you know, paved the way for a better society. But again, it's what you mean by a better society. If your idea of a better society is more privacy, you know, sort of privacy for the sake of privacy, then that would arguably go against what we're talking about with, uh, you know, obviously the natural progression of technology, which for things like this, we may have to sacrifice some of our privacy, but we haven't had that privacy for 20, 30 years now anyway. Um, but we just haven't been aware of it. We'll see how this develops. I think this is another one that could potentially blow up, but it seems, I think it's been a couple of days now, it hasn't blown up, so I think it's going to die down. Uh, but I hope yeah, so. sum it up. I don't think Apple's doing much wrong here. It's good, again, in typical Apple fashion, the response is the best it can be. If you want to opt out, you can. I won't be, you won't be. I want Siri to get better, and I don't care that they listen to the occasional word I say, potentially. Uh, let's move on uh, to some current news. This evening, uh, Samsung unveiled the new Galaxy Note 10 and Galaxy Note 10 Plus. Uh, have you looked at these at all? Um, well, they've been shoved in my face on Mac rumors. Uh, so, yeah, I have. Every, everything that we've clicked on tonight has had a picture of them rubbing out the front-facing camera. I think the general consensus is it's a bit disappointing. Um, I think they're everyone's saying they're great, but... Everyone's sort of saying, yeah, if you have a note that's a couple of years old, upgrade, but this isn't going to steal iPhone users. Um, I think with Samsung, I don't follow the rumors of Samsung phones very closely, uh, but I'd imagine maybe unlike the iPhone, it's not sort of known exactly what's coming. So whereas we're bracing ourselves and we very much know that this year is going to be a quiet iPhone year. Um, maybe in the Samsung world this wasn't known I could be completely wrong but even MKBHD's sort of reception to them was lukewarm um, they are great they look good they look really good I love the mm. colours they've released on them and the edges uh, the screens are truly edge to edge they are really nice they even have mm. some form of face recognition in there I'm sure it's nowhere near as advanced as Face ID but it is tucked into a tiny hole um, mm. again the S Pen features heavily uh, but wow the videos I've been watching of it they're in typical Samsung fashion, there's just like a million, million features on this thing. There's something, there's like 10 different ways of doing absolutely everything. It's such bloatware, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're cool. For the first time, the Note is available in two sizes. Uh, the Note 10, which is 6.3 inch. It's actually smaller than 10s Max. Um, and the Note 10 Plus, which is 6.8 inches, which is 0.1 of an inch bigger than 
what apparently next year's max iphone is going to be so it's mm. still pretty big uh specs are usual you know 12 gig of ram octa-core processors they need all the power they can get for for android when it's not very well optimized well samsung's do they call it one ui now or was that the old one god knows i don't care do not there care was touch whiz, and there was something and now there's something else no i just refer to it as touch whiz forever it's it always still always touch be touch whiz, whiz. <laughs> yeah. they they do look they look fine i think uh, i mean there's a 5g version coming one really cool thing and i'd like to see apple adopt and do it properly so when you zoom in on video uh, zoom on a person the audio uh, volume will increase i remember something else doing this or something else rumored to do this sorry wait explain that again to me never show so if you're recording someone talking, right? Yeah. And then you zoom in on their face, mm. the audio, their voice will increase in volume oh, okay. as you zoom in. It's really cool. Um, and I've seen a demo of it and it looks like it works fine. Not great. Uh, again, if Apple did it, it'd probably work really well. I'm sure this was rumored for an Apple product like a couple of years ago, maybe the iPhone 10 or something. This really rings a bell. Maybe I was dreaming. I know the actual notes, this notes design had leaked. We'd seen this ahead of time. Oh, and there's no headphone jack, which is no great because jack. Samsung yeah. totally, totally mocked Apple three years ago for doing it. Um, it's a <laughs> it's bit funny, like when Google it? removed it and then brought it back, kind of, on the cheaper phone. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's interesting is in the standard 10, Note 10, uh, the normal sized one, there's only a 3,500 milliamp hour battery. That's not massive, you know? How big are they in the iPhone? They're like 2.8 or something. Uh, it's actually a super good question. No one really cares in iPhone world about that because you get what you're given. <laughs> you get what you're given. It's not like you're not comparing between multiple phones. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's some interesting news. I love it. All the flagships are coming out. So Samsung are pretty much done for the year, except for the Galaxy Fold. Apple are yet to start for the year. Uh, and then after that, we got the Pixel 4, which we must talk about more because there have been some interesting details about it. I think I cut them from this week's show because we're so out of sync and we have so much Apple stuff to talk about. Pixel can wait. Um, but yeah, we will uh, we'll get to the Pixel 4 closer to its release, but that's shaping up to be pretty cool. Hmm. Cool. We got through pretty much everything. We did. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that good? Uh, it's going to be a slightly lengthier show, this, this, this episode. Hopefully we'll have Mike on next time. I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. To a Mike Pro episode, that'd be nice for episode twenty-two. That would be that would be pretty cool. I'm gonna have to like re- relearn everything I have forgotten about the Mac Pro in the last three months. <laughs> right. What's scary is we're talking about. Oh, we're about four weeks from iPhone keynote. We don't mm. know, but Mac Pro pricing could be out in four weeks. It I think it'll be, be later in in the fall. But it could be. I we might have to have another impromptu like. Little little sesh with Mike. Mike Pro, emergency Mike Pro. Emergency Mike. Once pricings have been revealed, because I feel like, yeah, that could really sort of mess with our interpretations of the product. Either way, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get to that when it happens. I've been thinking about that consistently since that Monday morning, June third. Yeah, I know you have. When they unver- <laughs> every day. Um, <laughs> I know you want to talk about two things in this in this sort of post-amble, as we call it. It's not a post-show. We only do that on special occasions. This is a post-amble. And I know you want to talk about a couple of things, but I don't know if you have time for all of them. So do you want to talk about Apple's cars, and or do you want to talk about my meme? Uh, let's talk about the meme. The cars can wait. <laughs> the meme is a hot okay. take right now, okay? 
This better be good. No, I'm going to make you talk about the car first. <laughs> so, if you not, are you not done with the meme? No, it's just done. What's the number at the bottom? What is that about? <laughs> what, the number at the bottom of the topic list? Click yeah. it. It's a link. It's a URL. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so it takes me to the monitor hood. Is this like The a, monitor hood. <laughs> We've gone full circle. Is this an elaborate, like... Oh, are you just trying to, like... Oh, I don't know what you're trying to do. No, it's just how it pasted in. I think it's how eBay formats the URL. It's probably like the item listing number or something. That's kind of strange. I assumed you were maybe doing like a weird fish <laughs> level of... The weird fish. One day when we do a live show, sure. But until... No. Uh, um, are Apple making a car? I don't know, man. Yes, no, yes, no. Who this knows? It's been going on for years. Who knows? But they've hired someone from Tesla that makes car interiors. So it can't just be software anymore. And exteriors, but both. And exterior. Basically physical cars. Oh, and that's weird. Have you clicked the link? You posted the wrong link. It, I, put the, I put the wrong link in again. Like, oh, Jack, mate. We don't, we don't, we don't need to manually search this. No, we don't need it. We just need to know that Apple poached another guy from Tesla, someone quite important, who makes physical parts for cars. Because the debate is, Apple were making a car, then they were making car software, then they were maybe making a car again, and now this happens. I think they're making a car, you know? He wasn't just from, I, I think he was from JLR, so Jackie Land Rover, and I want to say Audi Never heard of them. as well. I think. Who? Audi. Do they make you know, batteries? The, uh, the German make- car manufacturer, that one. One of the big three, or big four. I don't know, big five, however many you think. Is that the one with the bug car? No, that was the other two. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, German cars are weird, man. German cars I know nothing are about cars. Nothing. I, I know nothing. Anyway, um, yeah, no. Like, why would you hire the uh, the old executive head or whatever he was for car interior and exterior design of Tesla? Unless you are not making, unless you're making a car. Come on. If you weren't making a car, maybe it's so he can design software icons. Maybe, maybe it's now that Johnny's left when they need some new chairs. <laughs> he's just making a fancy <laughs> interior. Yeah, he's redoing the offices to look like car interiors for some reason. I mean, having said that, Tesla's like interiors would make for a good Apple office, you know? Totally. I've been trying to remember when the news about the car broke. And I oh, think God. it was February 2014, because I remember it was I a was really dark, windy night, and I was driving to Devon. And it was always a joke. Uh, Apple, if Apple were a car, would you buy one? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't Probably really not. I'm like, 30, I'm like 12 at this point. Um, <laughs> and then then one day, it literally... Jack, you weren't 12, mate. Like, that was the year we started sixth form. Shh. No, this was prior to that. Um, yeah, but it was the year then, we started sixth form. Yes, when the news broke. And then out of the blue, everyone's like, yeah, Apple are actually making a car. And like loads of people were reporting it at once. And then since then, it's just kind of been this thing that we knew was probably a decade away. So mm. we'll follow it, but no one will get excited for it. And you know what? We're getting close now. I think the original report off the top of my head was saying 2020. So I don't think it will be 2020. Don't get me wrong. No. Don't get me wrong. It's not going to be 2020. But we're getting close now. So over the next couple of years, it's just going to be a build-up. You know what would be nice, though, is that Elon Musk has already sort of done the formula for car keynotes. So it wouldn't be that weird if Apple did one at this point. 
because like the idea of a, a car key he's done it. was not a thing until Elon he's came along. Pa- he's dropped a patent on it. He's dropped a he, patent. He has done. He's gone and appled the car industry already. So now Apple need to come along and actually do it. I Apple had no started. idea he was in Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah, he's I in Iron Man vaguely. 2. In Monaco. And it looks like it's been retro-added into it with CGI. It's really weird. Oh, no, I remember this. Oh, God, why does he look so skinny? Yeah, and he got... He got... All that money. Huh. Anyway, I have the meme in an iMessage conversation. All I need to do is press the blue arrow and it goes to you. All right, hold on. Let me open up iMessage on the Mac. Not that that really... I really hope you like it. so out of sync for some reason. Hold on, I'm just going to... I really hope you like it. The iPhone 11 is coming out on September 20th, by the way. I should have brought that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. We knew yeah, that. I remember we could that. use... We, uh, we did basic calculations and figured that out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, are you ready to send? Yeah, do you want to see it? What are you hoping yeah. for? I have no idea. Genuinely Have not you not formulated it. anything in your mind? Nope. All right. You want to see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just had this image in my head of like the perfect formula for a meme and then I realised I have the image already so I was like yeah let's make it come through to your phone on the microphone. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no one's gonna get that. Yeah, listeners are gonna be like, I want to see this meme, but there's just no point because no there's one's no gonna point. get it. No one's gonna get it. And you'll kind of get it from the facial expressions, but... <laughs> looks so Intel looks so pleased with himself and Apple's just there like Ugh. I will give you literally any amount of money to go away how about a billion dollars get off me <laughs> they're just so done with Intel shit like come on they called them out in an earnings call and now they're like yeah we're gonna buy the remains of your the smoldering remains of your chip business and fix it <laughs> literally Oh, God, that killed me. I was hoping it would. Anyway, yeah, I think we're done, man. That was a good episode. I liked it. I'm happy. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yeah, that was solid. I have no idea when episode 22 will be out uh, because I'm away for a week now. And then when I get back, I'm back for a few days and then I'm going to Reading. Um, but I would like the Mike Pro episode to be out and then we have time for another prior to the keynote, which I reckon is going to be on September 10th, I think. Uh, if I, I would find say so. Blooming calendar app. Uh, it's 10th, the Tuesday, um, September 10th. Man, we're in August. August is that month that you don't think exists until you're in it. Uh, it could be the 11th. Um, actually, no, it won't be because that's 9 11. Yeah, yeah it I won't think it'll be. be the 10th. It, it's either 4th or 10th, and I reckon t- I reckon 10th, pre-order 13th, release 20th. So pre-orders are going to happen the same day as Borderlands 3 comes out. So I don't know how that day is going to go. Um, I think I'm going to like get up early for pre-orders, 
and get disappointed with my delivery slot and then pick up Borderlands 3 on my break and then sort of just chill myself out after work with Borderlands 3. Sounds good. That's my plan. <sighs> Man, anyway, so, ooh, I mean, Mike Pro should be out the week of the 19th and then that does give us time for a keynote pre-episode the week of the second. Mm. We should be good, man. We should be good. But there's only two or three episodes before we have new iPhones. So it's kind of weird, crazy. right? Right. Let's, uh, let's round it out. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you want to get in touch with us or the show as an entity directly, you can send us an email. Use the email address podcast at blueinkcode.com. If you want to find the show notes for this week or links to things we may have discussed or referenced, uh, such as uh, Johnny Five, was that his name? The Mac Robot Hood display thing. Yes. You can find yep. uh, you can find the show notes uh, at blueincode.com forward slash T-B-I-S forward slash 21. Or you should be able to see them in your podcast player. I have been Jack Taylor and I write blueincode.com. You can also find me on the Insta and Twitter as at Taylor. That's my name, all one word, but with an A in front of it and an at symbol. As always, I've been joined by the gorgeous Lex McCohen. You can find him on Instagram or the Twitter as at A McCohen. So that's his uh, his surname with an A in front and an at symbol. And we will see you <laughs> in around two weeks' time. Honestly, the schedule will go back to normal once the summer is over. And we'll have so much to talk about in September. But right now, everything's a bit of a mess. So we'll see you in roughly a fortnight. We haven't abandoned you, uh, but everything's just a little bit difficult right now. So we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Boy.